All right, now welcome back to the second episode of Nar No Season Three, and of course I'm excited for each and every episode because each and every episode is coming with something different, and uh, this one I can't wait to get it going with David Tindo. But first, I have to give credit to my sponsors, Humble University Apparel, as well as Sports Rally and PT Footwork. And so, without further ado, we're gonna bring in my guy David Tindo, man. He, he, let me give you a quick background. Start off at UConn, University of Connecticut, um, and now he's already in Japan for the X League, and I'm like, he got to how he got to, you know, where he is now. Uh, without further ado, I'm going to bring in my guy, David Pendle. How are you, man? I'm good, man. I appreciate you for having me and um, just reaching out for me. Let me come on here and, you know, share my story. I appreciate that. Man, so you're a quarterback, man. I I gotta I gotta say that loud and proud because you know quarterbacks I would say is the hardest position at any level, man. And you're making it look real easy, man. Just transitioning from different levels and different areas of the world. Uh, but let's bring it all the way back to UConn, a Husky. You know, talk about your recruiting process and and how you found out that UConn was the best fit for you. Um. So yeah. Um. I ended up playing football. Uh, out of high school, I ended up going to junior college first. I went to Lackawanna Community College. And then, um, you know, I didn't make degrees and everything I had coming out of high school. So I had to go to junior college and, you know, I flipped everything. I got my grades right. Um, from the football aspect, my freshman year, I didn't play. I was a backup quarterback. We had a Virginia Tech transfer come in. So I learned behind him. Then I ended up uh, winning the starting job my sophomore year. And, you know, I took my team all to a, role, a bowl game, went undefeated, and I ended up finishing third in like national junior college rankings. So, um, you know, a lot of attention started, you know, buzzing about my name and stuff. So school started recruiting me. I had, I think about 16 offers. And then um, I ended up narrowing it down to Coastal Carolina, Temple, UConn. And then I visited all three schools. And, um, you know, I liked Coastal. I liked Temple. And then when I went to UConn, I ended up going there. But um, the thing that separated UConn from Temple was, um, you know, my mom's part of the family. They're all from Philly. So I'm always in Philly all the time. I've always been in Philly. And I know what kind of environment that is. And I'm just like, I didn't want to be around that environment. So, um, but Temple's football program was like really, really top of the line around the time. So um, the one thing that stood out, I was talking to the coach from Temple when I, when I was, you know, decided to make my decision. He said, the way you can decide where you want to go to school is if you take football out of it, where, where would you want to be at to get an education? Like what environment? And it's just easily, it's simply broke it down to UConn. So I just like, yeah, Connecticut's for me. And at the time, you know, they were, they were a rebuilding program and I didn't want to go somewhere who's already at the top because, you know, you got to live up to those expectations. So when you start from the bottom, you have no choice but to work your way up. You, got, you don't have nothing to lose. So that's why I ended up choosing UConn. And it worked out for me because, you know, it got me where I am today. And um, I, met, I met a lot of good people. And it taught me some things about myself. You know, when you always, you know, UConn hasn't been winning the game, a lot of games in the past. So it teaches you about yourself, you know, when you're not always winning, how do you know you move on from that and, you know, just ball from there. So that's what got me to UConn. And, you know, I had my two years there. Got a little bit of playing time as a junior. Got to get, you know, get a feel for the game. And then senior year, that's when I got the starting job. And, um, you know, I did my thing. I got attention from, you know, scouts and stuff which led me to my pro career. And then from there, it kicked off. Man, 
man, that's that's a journey right there. Like that's a whole episode within itself. Uh, but you know, UConn, known as a basketball college, but you went yeah. there and you did your thing, and you are known for being a quarterback at UConn. You're one of the greats to be in that position at that school. Talk about some of the memories, man. Some of the games that you you know you could just think of off the back of your head uh, that really sticks out to you about your memories there. Yeah. So the first, my first, my first year, my junior year, um, I ended up coming there and camp. I won the starting job. You know, my first game in front of, you know, I think it was like 40, 50,000 people. We played against Holy Cross. It was on ESPN. I think it was the first game of college football of 2017 also. So, you know, the, all the spotlight was on me. And, you know, I was very, very nervous that game. But I also had a little bit of confidence. And then um, throughout that night, the game just did not go my way. So, you know, it was it was a tough night for me. But we ended up winning because uh, our coach ended up benching me and bringing the other quarterback in. And he ended up, you know, saving the day and we won. But, um. You know, throughout that year, I was able to learn behind uh, the older guy who was uh, the start at the time until I got my opportunity. So, you know, just being behind him, learning how to, you know, run the huddle and control the game and everything. You know, I just take all that in. And then uh, I think it was like game seven or eight where he got injured. I was able to get my opportunity again. And um, I got to play versus South Florida. I threw uh, my first touchdown pass, a running touchdown, passing touchdown. Then the week after that, we ended up playing Central Florida. We played uh, we played Central Florida, and then we, we finished the season off with Cincinnati. And, um, you know, the last three games, I was able to get a bit of confidence just being able to play, score some touchdowns, and just, you know, feel, be myself again. And um, I think the moment at UConn that made me feel like, okay, I'm back on me. I, I got my confidence again was um, we played Cincinnati last game of the season. We were both 3-8 and eight at the time. And um, it was a close game. It was uh, – Fourth quarter, I think it was like a minute left. We were on like the I think 25, backed up 25 going uh going out, and uh like a minute left, they were they were winning 22. We had 15, and we drove all the way down to the field. We got down to the last uh the one yard line. It was one second left, one o'clock. We dropped back, rolled to the right. I threw a touchdown last second to you know tie the game up, and um that just maybe you know bring my confidence back. Maybe feel like you know, yeah I'm uh. I'm back. I can do this. Like Division One football, I feel like I'm I'm meant to be here, and um, we end up losing. We missed the field goal, but um, that you know gave me some confidence going into my senior year, that off season, and just feeling like you know, coach trust me. Like he's gonna let me be the quarterback for next year, and I just have no. I have all this off season to build and do my thing, and then senior year, there's a lot of good games. Like we didn't we didn't win much game much uh much games. We went one to nine, I think, but we did a lot of good things offensively. Um. We got to play some good places, Central Florida, Boise State. Uh, we got to play against uh, East Carolina, all those schools. And um, we just we just did some good things. Like I, I had a lot of good members versus uh, a lot of those teams in my senior year. There's too many to point out. But um, we did some good things. Best stadium I played was probably Boise. It was, you know, ridiculous crowd, uh, fans, and – it, it was a we got blown out, but just being in that environment, you know, when you're young, you play NCAA, you see the blue field, mm-hmm. like you never imagine you'd be here, and then you know you're actually here playing, and like you're kind of like the spotlight. So mm-hmm. it was like like a surreal moment at the time. So once your college career ended, you know, how did you start exploring options? You know, what were your options? So for me, um, I never had dream like being in NFL anything like that. Like playing pro football for me was never like my dream or anything. 
it was more of like it's something that worked out and I just wanted to see how far my potential could take me because um nobody in my family plays sports or anything like that. Like I'm the first person to play sports, go to college and do all this stuff. My family's more like a military, everybody's in the military. So for me, I started playing football my sophomore year of high school. And then I just kept doing it because once I started getting recruited, my senior year by big schools, then when I went to, I went to JUCO, I got recruited. I went to UConn and had success. Um, it's just like, it just each year just kept working out for me, like more opportunities started coming. So I just, you know, try to chase every opportunity I could see how far my potential could take me. So um, my senior year, my plan, you know, realistically, when I was, if I was being real, like after my senior year, it was just like, okay, I'll get ready for graduation and figure out what's next. But after my senior year, my offense coordinator brought me in meeting like the last, after that last game. And he said, yeah, a lot of teams will be calling about you and uh, they don't want you to you know, switch your position, all this stuff. So that's when it like reality kicked in, like, hey, I actually might be playing NFL and all this stuff. So like the week after that, uh, I looked at my Instagram DMs, a bunch of agents were reaching out to me and said, hey, I want to sign you, get ready for your pro career stuff. And um, like, like I was saying, I don't have nobody to, you know, guide me, nothing. So I just, I, I responded to a couple of the DMs, ended up signing with this uh, agent that he, uh, he was a UConn alum. So I signed with him because he had a little connection with UConn. So then um, I think the week after I signed with him, all, I think 14, 15 NFL teams called me. Like I was talking to 49ers, Chargers, Falcons, Bears, Lions. Uh, Vikings, Ravens, Saints, Colts, and a couple other teams. They all called me saying the same thing. Like, would you be interested in, you know, change your position? We watch your film. We think you're a great athlete and all that stuff. In my mind, it's like, whatever I can do to get on an NFL team, I'll do it. So I'll just get to all of them. So then that's when I, you know, started preparing for my pro career. Like, I started, I went to New Jersey uh, at test, started doing my training and stuff. And then, um, you know, did my pro day. Then I did private workouts for, you know, the Saints, the Colts, and the uh, Ravens. And then, um, you know, when I got close to draft day, I talked to the Ravens a lot. We were talking all the time, and, you know, they were telling me they're going to pick up a quarterback in the late round. So that's when I, like, the reality for me was, like, I thought it was going to be, like, a dream come true. Like, hey, the Ravens might draft me late, and I'm from, like, Maryland area, so, like, that would be perfect. Mm-hmm. And then um, they ended up uh, drafting me. I ended up, you know, getting a rookie mini camp invite with the Vikings and Buccaneers. But, um, you know, I still got an opportunity to do something a lot of people didn't do. And then – um. Once once that opportunity came, I did the mini camp thing. They had me playing receiver and running back. I just realized that was not for me. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to still, you know, play football because, you know, I just felt like I had a lot left in me. So great agents started reaching out to me again on Instagram. And one guy asked me, he was like, why aren't you on the team and thing like that? I'm like, I have no idea. So he's like, would you be interested in CFL? I said, yeah, as long as I could play quarterback, like any opportunity to play quarterback, I'll do it. So he signed me, and like the week after, he got me a contract with Montreal. I ended up going to Montreal, uh, like late October 2019. You know, I finished the season out with them, and then 2020 came, COVID came, and then uh, like for me, I still wanted to play football. I just all of 2020, I started, you know, training, training, and that's how I spent all of 2020 training. And then 2021 came, Quavo hit me up, he DM me on Instagram like early January. He was telling me about football team he has in the fan control league he said yeah i've been watching you since you was at uconn and he was like yeah i want to want you to be my quarterback for this new league so i just wanted to play football any opportunity to get exposure and just show what i can do i was like yeah i do it so i went to atlanta i played in the fan control football league met a lot of good people down there got to you know get a little bit of film and then um 
Arena League called me. Albany Empire, the championship team, they called me. Mm-hmm. After fan control, I ended up going there, signed with them, won a championship there. I didn't get I didn't get much playing time. I played like four or five games, but we won a championship because our quarterback, I think he's like, they call him the Tom Brady of the Arena League. Mm-hmm. So he's won like five, five, six rings there. So I was behind him. We won a ring, got to experience that. And then um, he was retiring after 2021. So they said, like, Dave, you're going to be the guy. We want to re-sign you and stuff. So they gave me a contract. They re-signed me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'll do the Arena League thing, you know, give me a little bit of film and see where this takes me. So they re-signed me, gave me a contract. Then on my birthday of 2022, January 2nd, he called me early in the morning. It was like, hey, we've been watching your Instagram and all that. You look good out there. And then um, they just hit me. They said, yeah, we got to do a business decision. We want to trade you. We got to trade you to uh, Orlando, the Orlando team. And my mom's like, I don't care. I'd rather be in Orlando than New York. It's <laughs> cool with me. Yeah. So contract they was offering in, in New York was, you know, they pay for, you know, housing. They pay for everything, and they give me a little bit more than what I was making. But when I talked to a, or the owner in Orlando, he was telling me, um, he said, yeah, we can either, you know, pay you what you want. You just got to find your own housing or we can find your housing. We got to, you know, cut the pay. And I'm like, that makes no sense. Like, <laughs> that's not a good situation. So I was like, yeah, I'm not interested in that. I'd rather just stay in New York where there's the opportunities, you know, safe and everything. So the New York owner, he told me, he's like, okay, we'll call a couple other teams. So when he told me that, it's like, if they're willing to trade you, that means like, they just feel like you can help another team out. Like in my mind, I was like, if you want to trade me, then I just don't want to do this. I don't, I don't feel like I need to be traded. I didn't even get to play or nothing. So I just like, okay, I'm done playing the arena league thing. Like I don't want to be an arena player. So I just kept, you know, training, posting stuff on my Instagram, working out and all this stuff. And um, that's what I've been doing for the last, you know, six, seven years. I post my videos on Instagram, Twitter, all that, just to, you know, promote myself and just get myself out there, come across anybody. Mm-hmm. So my guy, my teammate, Devin, that's the guy I, I work out with all the time when I'm home and stuff. You know, I post him on a story or whatever. And um, he hit me up. He was like, hey, I got this, you know, opportunity to do this in Japan. I've been talking to you. They, uh, they want to get in contact with you. They want Zoom call with you, you know, play football. Mm-hmm. And for me, I didn't believe it. I thought he was just playing like it ain't no real football in Japan. So it's like kind of brushed it aside. Mm-hmm. And he told me again, he's like, yeah, they want to set up a Zoom call with you, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So I just like, whatever, I'll, I'll do it, see what it say. So we talking and stuff, and then I looked up their Instagram and like it was verified, it was legit, had a lot of content. So I'm like, okay, this it's like legit football. It's 11 on 11 football. It's American football. It's just in Japan, and like I've never been far away out of the United States. So, mm-hmm. but I always I want to play football. I want to be outside playing real football because at the end of the day, it's all about getting filmed. And if you got film that's like 11 on 11 real, real football, it translates over to you know regular football that we got in America rather than like arena and stuff. So when he told me he was going out there, I was like, look, I'll go too because I get to play 11 on football, play with somebody I train with, and I'll be out there with somebody I know. So he ended up signing with the team out here, and um, I ended up coming out here too last year. We balled together. We had a good year. We uh, we, went, we was one game away from the uh, championship, and then, um, you know, they ended up, you know, re-signing me this past year, giving me a three-year contract. And uh, everything's been working out so far. You know, it's been a great opportunity being out here with these people, great people out here. Mm-hmm. It's good football. They take care of me. And, you know, it's a chance to experience another culture. So that's where I'm at to this day. And, you know, I'm excited to be playing and just looking forward to the upcoming season. Wow, man. That's quite a journey. What, what would you say if you learned about yourself uh, throughout all those transitions through football? Oh, for me, I think the biggest lesson I learned is, like, if you 
you really want something, you do whatever it takes to, you know, to get there. So for me, it's always been about like, like I said, my dream has never been in, to be in the NFL growing up, but I always want to, I'm a person of completion and, you know, seeing how far my potential could take me. So uh, playing football since high school, junior college, like each year I meet, I took every step. I went to every level. So I went from high school to JUCO to D1 to uh, like mini camp, CFL. So the only goal I haven't accomplished was like go to the NFL as a quarterback. So that's like the ultimate goal. So being out here, you know, I know like the next step is to like get back in the States, whether it's playing on XFL, USFL team, or anything like that. And they also offer me a contract as well. But, you know, getting on one of them teams, just showing what I can do, and then getting that opportunity, you know, get on the NFL camp uh, roster or mini camp, anything, just as a quarterback, just to show I can play quarterback at the highest level. And that's just been my motivation. That's been uh, – the lesson I learned, like, if you really want something, you just got to keep going after it. Just, you know, never give up. Have a plan how you're going to go about it. And uh, you got you to gotta believe in yourself. Because if you don't believe in yourself, then nobody else is going to believe in yourself. So that's the biggest lesson I learned. Facts, man. Facts. So who impacts you the most on and off the field? Um, I, I wouldn't say anybody really impacted me. I'm just, I'm very self-motivated. So, like, I don't have anybody who's been like my motivation, anything like that. I'm just a very you know, self-motivated person. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm driven by, you know, like completing things. I like completing things. So like if I haven't completed something I want to, it's just going to be hard for me to not, you know, just give up on it. I just want to, I want to go until I know I got it done. I gave them all for it. Any advice you would tell your younger self? Um, My younger self, if I was going all the way back to high school, I think I would tell myself, you know, take, take the uh, education part and uh, the grades and school and stuff more serious because even though I'm here where I am today, you know, everything, you know, is going well. It works out for me. Um, You know, my life probably would have been a little different if I was able, you know, go to a Division One school, fresh out of high school and go to a school of my choice because when I was coming out of high school, senior year, schools that were talking to me were like Auburn, Tennessee, Syracuse, like those schools. So I probably went to one of those schools fresh out of high school. I would have got a little bit different coaching. I would have, you know, have more more experience at a four-year school and got to, you know, really show what I can do over four years with the same players. But, um, you know, everything happens for a reason. And, you know, I wouldn't want to, you know, redo anything. You know, I'm happy where I am today and, you know, just moving forward, going from there. Totally understandable, man. That's, that's pretty legit right there. For you, man, football question. What would you say are the top three qualities to be a great quarterback? Um, so for one, I think as a quarterback, it's all it's a lot of people just thinking, you know, you throw the ball. I think it's more of like a off the field thing. Like a quarterback is somebody who's like a leader, a field general. Got to be somebody who like who doesn't follow the crowd. Like you make your own decision. A lot of people got to be able to look up to you, and like you got to be the guy that you know people, you know, they look up to. They want to be around. So for me, I think that's one quality I have. Like a lot of people. Um, a lot of people, you know, they trust me. They they uh they look up to me. Like you can count on me. Like I'm dependable. Um, you know, I always gonna be where I say I'm gonna be. I'm show up on time. I'm gonna get the job done. Or whatever you need me to do, I'll do that. And those are things like that. Uh, that's the number one thing I believe. Like a quarterback, you should have like whether take all the athleticism, all that stuff out of it. Like if I was looking for a quarterback myself, that's the one thing I want. I want somebody who's like dependable, accountable, and you know can you know can can be a leader. And then obviously, you know, 
you gotta be able to be a you got you got you gotta be a playmaker. That that's one thing, you know, I think everybody sees can agree on from every league. They all told me the same thing, like you're a playmaker, like you can make plays. Um, you put the ball in your hand, we can count on you. So that's one thing. And then um you just gotta you just, the last thing I say is um you just gotta uh you just gotta have confidence. Like whether that's you know, you don't gotta be all loud and arrogant about it, but like I think my confidence more like uh I'm going to just show you rather than tell you. So, like, my favorite player, like, is Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, if you watch, you know how he plays. Like, he's type, he don't have to prove nothing to nobody. He knows he's the guy. And that's, you know, how I try to go about my way of, you know, playing quarterback and trying to prove what I can do. Just, I just know I am. I'm just show you rather than I can tell you. Man, speaking of quarterbacks, you kind of alluded to it. You know, you're a self-made man, self-motivated man. But when you do watch, you know, the NFL, who would you consider – you know, the top five quarterbacks in the league right now? Um, I'm a little biased, so obviously I'm saying Aaron Rodgers is number one still. But um, in no order, but these are top my five right now. I think the best in the league would be like Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, uh, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, and then um, that last one, that last spot, I think you can uh, – you can – you can throw uh, put Josh Allen in there. Mm. Those are those are, those are like my my five right now, who are like the best. But like my top three right now is like Lamar, Aaron Rodgers, and Joe Burrow. I really like those three a lot. So what is it about those guys that make them so great? You know, because a lot of, as a fan, I could be like, yeah, they throw the ball well. Yeah, they you know. But from a quarterback perspective, what what do you see that most people don't or wouldn't? So the one thing they all have in common. And I think it's very important that they win. Like, obviously, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he hasn't won the Super Bowl as you want, but if you look at his track record from Green Bay, he's carried that team on his back for as long as you can remember. Like, without him, Green Bay would not be the Packers over the last 10 years how, like they would have been, no matter how much criticism he gets. Lamar Jackson, same thing. Like, I think being from Maryland and everything, the Ravens have been really relevant and popular in Maryland because of Lamar Jackson. Like, when Flacco was there, you know, they won the Super Bowl, they did their thing, but they're not, they weren't as popular people. Like they sell out the Ravens game stuff because Lamar Jackson, like he wins. If you look at his track record, I think his win percentage is like 70, 80% since he's been in the league. He don't get a lot of credit for that. They always talking about, you know, his running ability and stuff. And like, I understand from his perspective because I was in the same situation as him. And then Joe Burrow, same thing. He's just been a winner since he's been in the league. And, you know, he just, he seemed like a humble guy. He's just a confident dude. And I like that about him. So. Those are the three things that really stand out about those three about me, like the winning confidence and then just, you know, you, you know, they're capable of winning, you know, give them a couple of years or two, they'll they'll be at the top of the, uh, top of the charts as always. Well, some of them are definitely getting paid like it already, that's for sure. Yeah, of course. Uh, tell me about Japan, man. A couple more questions for you, man, because I appreciate you for your time, man. Uh, tell me about Japan and that community and just the adjustment uh, going all the way you know, on the other side of the world, basically. Yeah, so being out here, it's actually, it's actually been, uh, it's been a 180 for me. It was completely different than what I expected it to be because I've never been out the country besides Montreal, and that's not really out the country. That's like way above New York. But um, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know nothing about Japan besides I knew what the flag looked like. But other than that, I didn't know nothing about the people out here, the culture, the environment. And um, when I got out here, it was just like everything was surprising. Like I didn't realize how clean this country was and like how like conservative they are. Like people are very like, 
stay to themselves. They they do follow the rules. It's very clean. They they work, and it's like a lot of people are just they're very nice and polite out here. And um, you know, everything is shrunk out here also. So when I talked to like the managers coming out here, they they told me like everything in Japan is smaller, but you know I brushed it aside. But everything out here is small. Like the cars are small, the people are small, the roads are small, and then um. You know, it's just it's just it's just different. The way they their mindset out here, the the way they do things out here, is different from you know being in America. And um, some things it's kind of like some things I don't agree with, but because I'm American, I'm used to certain things. But some things it's like okay, I can adapt to, I can adjust to because like I think I think it's actually better. So um, it's cool being out here to experience something new. There's a lot of food out here. That's the one thing a lot of people keep asking me about the food out here. I don't like trying new food, so I haven't really tried any like really new foods out here. But there, there are a lot of food places out here, a lot of restaurants, and there's a lot of new like cool things to experience out here. As far as like the temples, going to other cities and stuff. Not that I haven't been able to see it yet, but like from seeing like other people's you know social media and stuff, there's a lot of like cool things to experience out here. If like anybody ever get the opportunity to you know, just come out here and experience this stuff, that's a lot to do out here. And um, I'm still in my second year here so i'm still i still got a lot more to experience and learn being out here man man that's awesome man definitely and you're still young in your prime you know that's that's awesome man last question for you where are you now in the season and and, and what can people expect from you moving forward yeah so we just finished our, our spring season so our spring season is basically i guess like from march to like june basically just practicing and then they have what they call like a it's like a tournament type thing so play two games and um basically it's just like it's just spring is i guess like bragging rights it's not like to you know towards the season and things so we just finished our spring season we uh got to see where we're at as far as you know with our offense and defense and everything like that mm-hmm. but um we're going into the off season now well our break summer off season get a little small break and we pick back up in uh late july in August, get ready for camp, and then football season the same as America. So, from September to November, um, our playoffs is December, and then we have a championship the first week of January, which is considered the Rice Bowl. So, that's what we're preparing for right now. Um, the fall season coming up. Awesome, man. Thank you, man. Well, I appreciate you so much for your time, man. It's been a pleasure really getting to know you and your background. Uh, I always love it to have quarterbacks because uh, that that position comes with character. It comes with uh, so many different uh, qualities that other positions may not need to be successful, man. So once again, thank you for your time, and uh, we will be in touch, man, for sure. Yeah, appreciate you once again for reaching out to me and let me come on here. Perfect, man. Well, you stay stay healthy and continue to do your thing, bro. I appreciate you once again, man. No, sir. No problem. Appreciate you.